Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is community, rediscovering one another. After being physically separated for more than a year, we look forward to the opportunity to reconnect and become even more the kind of community that God intends. May the power of the resurrection strengthen us on this journey. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verses 27 to 38. Jesus said, But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even the sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, do good, and lend expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for He is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you'll be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. Here ends the reading. The Christian journey is focused on love. As I've said before, God is a community of love, perfect love exchanged between God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Christian life is a journey towards the fullness of that love. That's the reason why as we grow as disciples, we learn to love more and more. When St. Paul goes to talk about the fruit of the Spirit in a person, in Galatians 5, and 23, he begins by saying the first one is love. He says love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. But love is first. And when he presents the great hymn of love in 1 Corinthians 13, he ends it by saying the greatest thing is love. With that, it should probably not surprise us that Jesus takes it to the limit today in asking his disciples to love even their enemies. This was a radical departure from what had been taught in the past. In the Old Testament, there were calls for people to love their neighbors, but it never says to love one's enemy. In fact, there are prayers for vengeance upon one's enemies that appear in great contrast to the command to love one's enemies. To be for sure, though, the call to love is of a particular type. If you've read C.S. Lewis's book, The Four Loves, you know that the English word for love is very limited. There were multiple words for love in Greek. The word used in this passage is agapan, which describes an active feeling of benevolence towards the other person. It means that no matter what the person does to us, 
We will never allow ourselves to desire anything but his or her highest good. We will deliberately and purposely go out of our way to be good and kind to him or her. Now it's true that we probably cannot love our enemies as we love our nearest, but we can love them in this way. No matter what the man or woman does to us, even insults and injuries, we still seek nothing but his or her highest good. I think in practical terms, it's like desiring and praying good things for a former boss who was narcissistic and mean. Notice too that this command to love is in the positive. It's not just saying refrain from doing evil or bad things, but to actually do something positive, love them. This was an incredible statement. Others had said not to do bad things to others. The Stoics, for example, had said, what you do not wish to be done to yourself, do not do to any other. And Philo of Alexandria had said, what you hate to suffer, do not do to anyone else. But this is fresh in stating that something positive is to be done. It causes us to actively do good. William Barclay, the, William, the biblical commentator, said that he believed this command is for the purpose of making us more like God. It's more of how God acts towards others. Notice that Jesus later on the cross demonstrates how to love one's enemy as he prays for his persecutors who were slandering him. He says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Likewise, Stephen, the first martyr, also prays for those who are killing him, as recorded in Acts 7. Loving our enemies can take many forms. I want to end with an example presented by Cornelia Lynn. In 1938, in a Russian prison, about 250 miserable men were herded together in one small cell. Among them was David Braun. Soon, David became aware of a Greek Orthodox priest in their midst. The old man had been thrown into prison because of his faith. His peaceful, radiant face made him stand out in that awful place like a candle in the dark. You couldn't miss him. It was probably because of this that he became the target for the sarcastic and blasphemous remarks of two of the prisoners. They were continually harassing him. They bumped into him. They mistreated him. They mocked everything that was holy to him. But always the priest was gentle and patient. One day, David received a food parcel from his wife. When people are constantly hungry, receiving a food parcel is something that cannot be described as it has to be experienced. David opened the parcel. As he looked up, he saw the old priest looking at his bread with longing eyes. David broke off a piece and gave it to him. To his amazement, the priest took the bread, broke it, and gave it to his two tormentors. My friend, said David, you're hungry. Why did you not eat the bread yourself? Let me be, brother, he answered. They need it more than I. Soon I will go home to my Lord. Don't be angry with me. Soon after that, he died. But never again in this cell did David hear mockery or blasphemy. The old priest had fulfilled his commission. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you that you love us and you call us on a journey of love. Help us to know more fully your love. Help us to experience more of it and help us to share it in the world, even with our enemies. We pray this in Jesus' name.
Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord God, whose blessed Son, our Savior, gave his body to be whipped and his face to be spit upon, give us grace to accept joyfully the sufferings of the present time, confident of the glory that shall be revealed. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.